Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. And now, it's time for Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Hello and welcome. Hi, I'm Mike Sweeney. I'm a writer on The Conan Show. I'm Jesse Gaskell. I'm also a writer on The Conan Show. Conan at home now. Yes, Conan at home. We're still employed, I think. We had a brief hiatus. What, yes. what did your hiatus look like? You know, it was hard to downshift uh, after <laughs> seven weeks. Of, From first gear into park. Right. I faced a different way in my home office for two weeks <laughs> just to mix things up and uh, got a whole new perspective on life. How about you? I started taking a picnic blanket out into my backyard and putting it down to pretend like I was Is that true? picnicking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't pretend. You were picnicking. It was nice. Yeah, I was. Did your neighbors um, say anything? Do they just look at you and nod sympathetically like, yes, whatever you need to do? All of my neighbors have been spending so much time outside. So like one side has, I think, some sort of home gym set up that involves mostly like banging sticks against tires and then rolling tires up and down the hillside. (laughs) Is there a lot of loud grunting? and? Yes. And then the other neighbors have a baby that I think they are sleep training on the porch right now. Great. Yeah. Outside. They're training the baby outside. (laughs) (laughs) If we're going to go through this, everyone's going to go through it. That sounds like a living hell. It is. I decided my my passive aggressive way of fighting back was to play my music at like a six. Oh Um, man, that is ballsy. Yeah, I know. Your dog must, Charlie must love that you're around all the time. Does oh. she think like you've fallen in love with her and quit oh, your yeah. job to be with her? Or? Well, and now she doesn't leave me out of her sight for one second. I, if I go in right. the bathroom, she follows me in there completely. Wow. Where's she co- now? Codependent. She's at my feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, but I have, I went and got um, eggs from Linda. Oh, Linda, Linda, Linda our, uh, in our wardrobe department. Oh, that's right. It was, it was your my first time first up time. there. I, I'm a veteran of the egg pickup. So I know. How, what'd you well, think? I, she said that you were on the list ahead of me. So I had to wait until you got your eggs. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think she tells everyone that. It's up in Altadena. It's very far out into the Angeles National Forest. It's at the base of a, of a small little mountain range. Yeah. It's, and it, I used it as an excuse to go for a hike. Good. Which was nice. And how did the eggs enjoy the hike? (laughs) I picture you picking them up first and then taking them. (laughs) She lives on a crazy compound up there. It's... It seems like a place maybe Manson looked at. I was just going to say, yeah. (laughs) Maybe the rent was a little high. Um, Not close enough to any celebrities. Exactly. You'd have to kill uh, scientists from JPL, which is... Anyway. (laughs) Well, should we start the show? 
we have a guest. We recorded this. I think that people will probably understand, but we recorded this before the pandemic. The pandemic uh, was just a glimmer. Just a in twinkle in eye. the president's eye. So Kristen Schaal, uh, we got to interview her. <laughs> I think you'll become aware of something very funny at the beginning, which is that she seemingly thought she was being booked for Conan's podcast. Right. Which I guess has more listeners or is, what's the word, more popular? But anyway, by the very end of the interview, she was almost starting to come around to talk. (laughs) So no, she was great, but it was, (laughs) I love the way it started. So here's Kristen. Who else is doing this? Just us? Just us. This is good. What's your name again? I'm Jesse. 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 I'm sorry, Jesse. That's okay. We just like to dive right in. We We can start. Do you have an intro for your podcast? We do, but we we record it later. So how does it go? Uh, is there a song? There's yeah, a little there's bit a of song. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like a there's a great fanfare. Um, right. It's kind of a knockoff of Conan's theme song. Dumb, yeah. Um, Casio. <laughs> it's it's very pleasing to the ear. What's this podcast called? Inside, Inside Conan. Conan. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But he's not. No. Here. No. No. It's inside the Conan show. Right. Yeah. It's a bit of a bait and switch. (laughs) You think you're getting Conan. (laughs) These two. Is this the Conan show that, the Conan podcast that was like number one? No. Uh, no. Yes. That's won all sorts of awards (laughs) and accolades and loved by millions. Welcome. Oh, I see what happened. He has a podcast too. He, he does. does. So yeah. you you thought you were going to be on that podcast? No, no, no. I knew I was going to be with you guys. <laughs> Are you, you chose yeah. us. I you, knew I was. I've never listened to his, but I, now that I'm thinking about it, clearly he does the interviews. Probably, yeah. he does. Sorry, guys. No, no, no. This, no, this is I, great. No, I've done this before. I just wanted to. <laughs> do you want to call your Do you want to call your manager now and complain? Or oh, I, or, I don't have a manager. I fired them. I don't have anybody. No, uh, okay, great, great. Is that true? Do you not have any? Reps I have right an agent. Now? Okay. I have an agent. Oh, okay. A UTA. Oh. I got. I got Shout it. out. So, what's Conan's podcast called? His is called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Right. Oh, okay. So that's the one that was in all the magazines. That's the yes. one that. Yes. Yeah. That's the one you turned down to be on this. Exactly. One. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. when your agent, your ex agent, waved you off of. Um, uh, work your way. Stop it inside. Trust no, me. I, I'm gonna have to talk to him later today. Why would I talk to him twice? Exactly. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> talk to you guys. Save it for them. Listen, asshole. <laughs> but yeah, we no, we talk to people who uh, usually are guests on the show who have some connection to mm-hmm. the Conan show. Have been sort of part of the Conan family for a long time. That's me. That Another. Another awful question, but important, but not really. How many people listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it is through the roof. There was is one it? week where we were like number eight, I think. Oh, right. that was exciting. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> and now we'll be number eight again. Yes. So because how so is because Conan's podcast is yeah. where is that at? Oh, that's like is millions. It, is it number one? It's up there. Is it because it? It's number one. I mean, we're not metrics people. You uh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all about <laughs> yeah. creativity and just making yeah. things. And mm-hmm. if people like them, that's great oh, too. I am. I am all about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like the artist way. Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, our larger. listenership is very passionate. Oh, you don't have to sell and yourself. I'm, I'm on this it, one. And you know what? If Conan seems... ever asked me to do his, I would say no. I, I feel we no. do have to sell you. I feel it's touch and go. It's going to be touch and go the whole way. <laughs> well, you I, could I, leave. You kept your coat on, your yes, outer coat. My cold. <laughs> yeah, it's your coat. I think right. that this is, uh, for me, more comfortable because I get nervous about podcasts because I start talking very freely yeah. and then drive ho- away and realize that oh. a lot of people oh. are listening. This is better Your secrets for me. are safe here. We, yeah. have, we are offering you safe harbor <laughs> here on Inside Code. Yeah, this, is, this podcast is my speed. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't like anything, we'll cut it out. Yeah. We're, that's what they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what they that say. Oh, has that happened to you where, the, oh, where you they didn't screwed? cut it out? I don't know. I don't listen. Yeah. I, don't, okay. I end up yeah. not listening. So, Kristen, you're on the show later today. I am. I'm going to be on the Conan You're show. You're going to be on the Conan show. I um, my family. This is oh. good. This no, I, tell, I didn't tell oh. my family. Oh. They don't know where you are right it now. kind of snuck up on me. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> will it air tonight? Yes. Yeah. It oh, will air tonight. Brother. We're renaming okay. this podcast Questions with Kristen Oh, my gosh. Am I, <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry if I'm no, being annoyed. No, I love it. Okay. I, lo- I want more questions. This is great. Um, I like it Someday I would way. like to have my own show. Oh, yeah. that'd be great. Show. Well, yeah. you're very you inquisitive. You, I know. I actually yeah. do get curious about uh, other people. Uh, <laughs> but I have. Uh, what I don't sort of guests would you have on your show? See, uh, anyone, anyone and everyone. I would, I'd take them all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but particularly like, oh, when you like, fantasize about it, it I bet it's not oh, showbiz people. I bet it's. Like Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I've never, I've, I haven't even uh, fantasized about the guests. I've only oh, fantasized yeah. about me sitting at the desk, oh, uh, soaking in the light. Yes. Isn't that disgusting? It's just you talking. It is just me and my fantasies. That's so gross. Um, I totally took out the guest equation. I think that's where it starts, though. It's got to start with you as the host. Yeah. And then, yeah, guests down the road. No, I, but, I'm starting to think you do have what it takes to be a late night host. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I'm probably... Uh, uh, not, it's probably not going to happen, but maybe on the next version of Quibi, I could oh, get it. Or <laughs> you're already planning on this one to fail. Well, yeah. the, pod, the podcast, the pod, the podcast is a good intro too, right? You guys yes. are maybe you guys could have your own show. Oh yeah, no, this is no. as far as my aspirations go. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? So be working on Conan, you work on Conan just here. Yeah, we're, I'm we're a both writer. writers on this. Yes, and for a while, how come you never wanted to step into the uh, Conan's job? Yeah, Jesse. I think I'm just a natural um, submissive. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't really have. I, I don't think I see myself that way, and I'd rather not because if I tried and failed, then that would be I, too much vulnerability. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's wow. very a lot of vulnerability. You'd yeah. be great. You're, no, I think you'd be wonderful. No, no one wants to. I'm, I'm not. I'm not just saying that because we're on microphone. <laughs> you'd be great. I went, yeah. man. When I started Conan, I was doing stand up. I was happy actually to start writing stuff for somebody else. That was mm-hmm. I, that was more rewarding than I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. What? What? Why? Well, I I like to shoot and edit things, so that mm-hmm. that process I really enjoyed. I don't know. It's like a different f- way of getting laughs and 
there was still the awfulness of things not of bo- things bombing right, all the time, yeah. and everyone just avoiding <laughs> looking at you. So the the rejection, the bad feelings were all still there. But when things went well, it's more I, of a team. It's like, more of a team, yeah. yeah. And that that was all. It was all this a whole different skill set that was fun to learn. Did you do stand up, Jesse? I uh, just for about a year, so no. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> you year in the club. Yeah. When you do stand up, um, and you had a bomb, you know, we all know that terrible feeling. When you had a bomb, yeah, I, like, I, I like had a bomb. Make it sound like <laughs> it only bomb. happened every few days <laughs> instead of every night. When you uh, give a joke to Conan and you don't know if it's going to work or not, and it doesn't right. work, do, does that feeling exist uh, bigger or lesser? When he takes the bomb of the joke right, that you gave, right? I think it's kind of the same. A lot of times, the jokes I thought he'd love. Nobody liked, mm-hmm. and the joke that uh, I put on at the last second and be like, "No one's going to like this." That's the one, and I had the same feeling in stand up. Like it's very. Yeah. De- how mm. about you? Because you continue to do stand up. Do you? Yeah. How long have you been that? doing stand up? Yeah, we segued on that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> on <to> you. <laughs> the guns trained on Target. <laughs> um, I've, well, I've probably been doing it off and on lately and heavier, like twenty years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. It's sort of a reflection of what's going on, you know, personally and professionally right. in my life. In my 20s, it was like, this is what I do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you must love it because you still because you're so busy with so many other projects. A lot of people would be like, uh, OK, that's sorry, you, I don't have time to do stand up. You made it. Too, too bad. And you're still doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and some people would say I'm not doing it. I mean, I do it every Monday night. Because we have, we have a long running show at the right. Virgil, right? But yeah, that's yeah. still doing it. On yeah, Santa the Virgil, the hot tub mm-hmm. show with Kurt Brownler. So like tonight, I'll be doing it, and I've been able to come up with some new stand up finally. That's really dumb, but it makes me <laughs> laugh, and it's coming out easier. I think I've sort of been wandering around the last almost ten years, eight years, doing stuff that's like ah, I'm not going to do props. I'm not going to do surreal stuff. Sure, I'll talk about my life. It's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've been doing it, and it's not—it's not been good. It's not been great. That, but, but also I've been doing it at hot tub. Like I haven't been touring. I right. haven't been like really doing stand up. And as soon as my daughter gets a little bit older, which is soon, she just she turned two. I think I'm gonna. Um, I told my husband like I'm. I'd like to open it up again, but that means I'll be gone more, more right, at right. night. Right. It's one thing to be gone in the day when you have a, a nanny or daycare, mm-hmm. but for stand-up, you have to be gone at night. Right. Yeah, really late. To, to be good, to, to hone it and make it good. So, I don't know. In my 20s, it was great because of, like, a place to go at night. But Right. And you were, didn't have a ball and chain. I know. I didn't have a family who loved <laughs> me, which was, like, my main goal. Like, have it all. And, uh, <laughs> Do yeah. you write stand-up about um, about being a, a parent or what's your I sort have, of angle now? I Yeah, I've, like, written stuff about breastfeeding because I had um, just, like, so much milk. And it would just explode <laughs> all over her face. Oh wow! Ah, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, you have to talk about that. <laughs> I know. I had to get it out. I was yes, getting it out. Yes. I was like, I had miscarriages. I was talking about that, but oh. that was kind of um, less. That's a tough. Less funny yeah. than I thought it would be. <laughs> but I was just trying. Like I said, I was trying to like reflect my life. You were you working know, like, through what's, it. Yeah. What's going on? And it's been okay. It's been okay. I think it's hard to find stuff 
that really works with people who don't have kids and people who do. I don't know. And I don't know. It's hard. So I'm not working on it that much. <laughs> I'm not making it good, but I have said it out loud on stage. Yeah. I think you you have that rare quality of, of like you, you can go up there and just sort of trust yourself that you'll figure something out. Oh, oh no, no. Only, <laughs> no. only to this little. You've totally missed Only to this. Yeah. This little, okay. this little theater that I've become comfortable with for 15 years. No, but go. I've been there. It's, it's yeah. A, yeah. I mean, it's a real crowd. It's a every show. It is a real crowd, yes. And they, and Here in L.A., we might as well tell people. We, yeah, we're It's a great house. live show. It is. It's a small little show. Yeah. And we have the best uh, producers, Joel and Mandy, and they put up there's so many good comedians. Great comics. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just like an endless, you can march them off a cliff. I mean, there are so many good ones. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Reality show. <laughs> there, it's just. You've it's, moved to a new venue. Yeah. Every, the Cliffs of Santa Monica. <laughs> they'll keep coming. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No. And they're all good. It's like, there's always someone on the hot tub every Monday. We do it every Monday that I haven't seen before. And I'm always so impressed. You know, the future might look bleak, but it's not looking. <laughs> bleak for comedy guys because there's so many funny funny awesome comedians coming up right now well and that's true i mean people do say that that's true of like you need a sort of an oppressive uh, (laughs) regime for art to flourish right right and i think there was not a lot of um art being made under obama so yeah (laughs) yeah no it's just good feelings and why would i make fun of anything (laughs) things are perfect so Kristen, do you have a routine for when you're going to do a like a late night appearance? No. Oh no. Well, I'm going to talk to Conan, and I'm still a little unclear what we're going to chat okay. about. Okay. This is the first time I've been a little more like loosey goosey with Conan because mm-hmm. I because we had that the superhero thing right in, this summer and last that was, year. Yeah, yeah, and it was for Comic Con. For Comic Con, and it was very improvisational, and I'm just like, well, maybe we can do that t- tonight. And yeah. if I'm wrong. I just won't tell my parents so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you didn't tell anyone. Well, I, that yeah. it was amazing. Yes, because Conan, like, turns on his improvisational buzzsaw when he does a remote, and yeah. he's just on, and you were, I, I was there when you were shooting it, you were right on with him and just hilarious. We had fun. You, oh, you were well, You so were his funny. arch nemesis. It was a this. fun premise. Yeah, yeah right. it, was, it was exciting to get yeah. to do it. You guys still have my costume. <gasps> yes. Do oh. we? Yeah, I, I don't have it. Uh, oh. <clears throat> Did you want that back? Let's see how this interview goes. I, yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. I mean, I I don't I know don't if know I would ever else. wear it yeah. or where I would go. Maybe you own it. You bought up it. in the bedroom. Right. I mean, how expensive was that? I don't think you could I, get to my private parts <laughs> through it. It's good promo. Do you think for that it was company, like Ironhead. four figures? <gasps> Probably. Um, yes. Uh-huh. It was four yeah, figures. I bet it was. I think. And that's with a, a big discount. I think they yeah. gave us discounts. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was sh- advertising. That was wholesale. We should explain what it was. Oh, Last yeah. year at Comic-Con, the year before, or two years before, Conan got a superhero outfit made by yes. the people who make all the, you know, Batman, Iron, DC, Marvel. Ironhead. Ironhead. Ironhead, Ironhead right yes. in... Uh, Burbank or no, yeah. Van Nuys. Yeah. And last year, there, I think Levi McDougal, one of our writers, yes. had a great idea. Let's give Conan a, a nemesis, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, an arch villain. And don't know who pitched you, who but it was like me. It's the per. It, let's say you, Levi. Jesse, I, I, you it might have been Levi. It might have been oh, Levi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give Levi all the credit. <laughs> we can issue a correction if we're wrong. 
And everyone just was like, oh, my God. So we were just praying you were available. Yeah. And I was like, hell, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Are you kidding? And was that? And I was very, very free. You, you had a, <laughs> you, you just had a, had a, you had a baby. a small child. Yeah. Yeah. But I was still pretty free. She was over Were you still old. breastfeeding? Was this? No. Oh, okay. No. So you didn't have to worry about the Oh, milk. I would have remembered. Oh, yeah. No. Bubbling yeah. over. Uh. <laughs> Based on your routine. Not, but yeah. you, you refer to your uh, uterus as a, your baby house. An which, abandoned baby house. Which <laughs> I loved. I thought yes. that should be the new medical term. It yeah. is a good term. And I had to say, I think that I got that a little bit from Tina Fey because we were shooting 30 Rock and she had just had her second baby. Ah. And she had just gotten her period. And we were both entering the scene and she's like, oh, God. And, she, and she, I think she said this abandoned baby warehouse. Oh, <laughs> so I think I stole that from Tina Fey. But have you guys met her? No, I yes. I mean, I would wonder if you'd be friends because the world is so small. It is a small world. I, I met her back in New York, where she'd yeah. be on the show a couple of times in New York. Yeah, I'd love uh, to back meet her. In the early days, but no one's introduced. The us early yet. days of television I comedy. Seen her. I haven't seen her in so long. <laughs> you know, I was so excited to be on Thirty Rock because uh, she was a hero. Is a hero, but yeah. at the time, it was like you could count on two fingers the women who had their own shows that they ran and were stars of. And uh, I know I can't think of the other Roseanne. One. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think Roseanne and probably a little bit. I love Lucy, but, or at least she owned part of it. Right. Like she was a little bit yeah. more than the star. She yeah. was right. Good. And so I was like, oh, I, maybe I could have that too. It was very exciting. Uh, but I was always, I would always talk so loud uh, around her because <laughs> I was so nervous and yeah. it never went away. And then, um, even though she was very nice, then I was at an Emmy's Governor's Ball party for. Right. I was probably a guest for Rich or somebody for The Daily Show or something. Anyways, Rich is your husband. Yeah. Oh yeah, the husband mm. who wrote on The Daily Show. Sorry, folks. Yeah. <laughs> she is accounted for. I am accounted for. Oh, she was like, Kristen, Kristen. And it was Tina Fey and her husband. Their daughters had gotten into Gravity Falls. So they. it was just fun because I feel like they were a little bit fanning out for me. Oh, <laughs> so cool. Just for a oh, second. Right. But I was like, great. oh, good. I gave you I just like give, I got to that. give you something. You know. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Tina Fey started talking loudly around I'm like, keep your voice down. <laughs> yeah. please. Like, God, please. I'm just a human uh, being. Yeah, come on. <laughs> gravity <laughs> falls. Be yourself. <laughs> oh, God, I was a mess. Do you get recognized just for voice roles? Because you do so many voice roles. Do people hear your voice without and going, wait a minute, you sound just like. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Oh, that is It cool. is kind of fun. It doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen and, and it's fun. I think sometimes uh, parents will try to get their little ones to be like, that's so and so. And they'll right. just mm-hmm. look up at me like, right. yeah, yeah. And they're well, like, cause they're probably like, no, it's not. That's yeah. cause that also is animated. And this yeah. is a real person. Yeah. Whenever your parent, <laughs> you know, your parents are forcing you and like, if they had discovered it on their own, they'd probably love it. But when your right. parents mm-hmm. are, like, Ugh, yeah, just leave me alone. <laughs> Ugh. Some, I, I've met voiceover people. I mean, you're, you know, known for so much on camera work that you don't have this issue at all, but they're, they're, People who only do voiceovers, yeah. who when you meet them, they're the sec. The second thing they'll say to you is they start listing all the shows they do voices for. Have you have you ever run into people like that? 
Or is that just me? Because you mean because they want you to know who they are. Be- yeah, because yeah. they don't. No one yeah. recognizes them. Physically, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't. I haven't met those people. Oh, okay, well, they're out there. But God bless them because you know what? Like those are the people who are holding up the, the yes. animated world until mm-hmm. they decided that they had to get right. some name recognition. Right. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, that's all changed a lot. And I'm not going to call out specific. No. But these are A-list actors. So yeah. when you see them on screen, yeah. they're incredible. And then you hear them in the movie, and it's a dud. Yeah. It's just line after. There's no life in the voice. It's mm-hmm. like right. you have to close your eyes, and if there's life in the voice without the face, then put right. it on. But if if <laughs> I, just, I was like, you just killed this movie with this a, yeah. a, A-lister. Right. Your favorite voiceover work. Do you like if there's a, a group together, or do you— do you end up having to do it like going a recording a by yourself? It's it's almost always by yourself. Right. Um, the director will be there and you'll be sometimes they'll read it with you. Sometimes they're right. just like just read it over and over. For Bob's Burgers, though, it's a very unique show that we all record together. Oh, fun. So that sounds great. Yeah, it's great. It's a, a, most of us live in um, New York and Boston, right. but we can use an ISDN line and call in oh. and we're all doing it together on Wednesday. Oh, so um, a lot of times you're all in different places, but still you yeah, can hear Yeah, still it. recording at the same time. Oh. It's really that, great. I mean, great. It's, if you want that on your animated show, get people who don't work that much. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get, don't get right. AAA right. listers. Right. We're not going right. to have time. Right. But we have and time. And they'll ruin it anyway. Yeah. Because when you have done projects where it's just you alone, do you ever get to hear what other people are doing? I would be like, I want to hear what other, yeah. who who else went first? No, you okay. don't. You really don't. It's um, But the director has heard it all and been mm-hmm. coaching and and so they could, they know. And yeah, they're good. They're okay. Good. Yeah. They're good line readers and can, yeah. yeah. And also, you give it to them um, at least five different ways. At least I do. You're a pro. <laughs> I give them but just different readings so right. that you yeah. can fit it together like a puzzle later. Mm-hmm. Give them yeah. choices. That's what it's called choices. Choices. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. 
Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. And what would be your sort of ideal thing? You've mentioned a couple things. You mentioned maybe wanting to host a late night show, uh, wanting to star and produce your own sitcom. What would it be like? <laughs> what's on your vision board? Well, I've got, oh, man. Well, I would really, <laughs> I would, like, I really would like to have, like, some version of, like, a, a talk show thing where mm-hmm. I was, I think that would be fun just to get the hair and the makeup, yeah. uh, to to do a little like, chat at the top. Guess what? It's going to be animated. The whole oh. <laughs> I know. I know. It's fine. I do the hair and makeup. You, you, you can still do the hair and makeup. Yeah. I guess I could. <laughs> so that would be fun someday. Yeah. I always think, oh, in my late 40s or something, maybe I could do that. Because that's when women are really hot. And the older <laughs> they get, the more visible they are, the more wanted. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. I'm going to earn it, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm developing a show that I'm really excited about that's kind of like a live act. It's a, it's like kind of inspired by Pee-wee's Playhouse. <gasps> it's a live action show that is t- tailored for kids, but, uh-huh. um, you know, adults hopefully will love it too. And it's got cruel, it's got, I don't want to give too much away, don't, but yeah. I really hope it goes. <laughs> uh, we turned the script in with my husband. I wrote it. We turned it oh, in cool. last week. Oh, wow. Ugh, so, you know, that's, yeah. I want it so bad. I'm not going to, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get it. And then the other thing, is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then a show, I'm just developing shows, but, um, oh, I just, I got cast in a show that I'm excited about. I haven't uh, told you, but it happened it? on Friday. Oh, wow. Or like last week, a week ago. Yeah, it's uh, maybe you got. Do you have kids? Do you have kids? I do have he kids. He has kids, but his are they're twenty five like, and twenty two. Oh, okay. But okay. they're very immature. They'll like this if it's for young. Well, kids. it's based on these kids' books called the Mysterious Benedict Society. Oh, yeah. I yeah. haven't heard of them either, yeah. but I'm going to yes. uh, study up real good. <laughs> yeah. um, Hopefully, they're short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like Harry Potter. Type oh. But oh. it's, it's a series, yeah. Oh. You follow kids, mainly it's the kids, but I am uh, one of the adults. And uh, Tony Hill is one of the adults, oh, too. Oh, he's that's great. great. Are you a good person or a bad person? I think I'm a, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a good person. We film the pilot next month if we can. Mm, oh, um, right. I mean, yeah. I was just like, uh, can we? Right. And then Oh, because of coronavirus? Oh. It's being so scary. Like, I, it's like... I, like I'm pr- here to promote a movie that was supposed to come out next weekend that's right. getting oh, pushed back. It is. Oh, it is another oh. month because of coronavirus. Oh my gosh! And all this. Oh, only a month. I like that. That's up. Yeah. James Bond. They I moved know. back seven Til months. November. Well, so my movie moved to James Bond slot. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that funny? And they lo- I think they. I think they were like, you know, there's going to be a lot of empty theaters. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. Hold up. So. We'll see. We'll see. The future is bright. Yeah. <laughs> it is bright. It's, it got exciting. Yeah. You know, there, um, and yeah, and developing shows and stuff. I would love to see something I made happen. Like I've written a couple pilot, a few pilots and movie scripts, but it's rare to see it. See it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- movie scripts especially seem, I ridiculous. just read a couple of books about people who went through Trying to get a movie made. Oh. And they're really successful like writers, yeah. but it's it just seems like a night endless yeah. nightmare. Yeah, I don't I don't know how it happens anymore. Right. I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. But it's cool when it does. Well, and you so. mentioned writing with your husband. Yeah. How do you often write together or is this oh, the first all thing? the time. Oh great. Yeah. Oh that that's that's wonderful. I yeah, know that's it's, kind of yeah. rare that that 
works. I, yeah, I think it's because he's better than me at writing, and um, and <laughs> I know it. You have to say that. He's one of the 20,000. And I know it. But does yeah. he do the typing, and you're like yeah, in a beanbag chair? <laughs> yes. Kind of just like, throwing paper yes. airplanes. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, he's, al- he's always typing. Because I've typed before, and then he's gone and re- re- reworked it. And that was like, okay, you just do it. Um, so do you build parameters during the day? Like, no t- discussing... The project <laughs> while we're making dinner or any, or, uh, or is it wide open? Like you can just, oh, I guess what mix, I just thought of. Yeah, it's pretty Business much with pleasure. wide open. See, wide I open. think the the ideas that we work on together for me are just always pleasurable. A new idea, <laughs> story, <laughs> show to me is is just like gives me like life. Sometimes it's like, what are we doing in this world? It's hope. <laughs> yeah. And then when you can talk about, you know, this idea or that story, da, 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 then it's then it's like, I don't know, it just feels there's an endorphin. You feel excited. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I also have a problem, too, where I don't know about you guys, but I as soon as there's a new idea, I am like, it's like a drug. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is so good. I love it so much. And you're just like telling everybody about it. Yeah. And then like one day later, it's an old idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ugh, that one, yeah, that'll never on. work. Uh, and I think that's part of uh, a big reason reason why I don't have anything. <laughs> Maybe I really just... Well, it's so hard to commit to one idea, too, because I love the process of having an idea, but then actually having to follow through on uh, that idea is the part the I don't worst. like. Well, that's the work. Yeah. yeah. Right? I, that's the <laughs> I don't thing. like the work part. I see myself successfully <laughs> enjoying the premiere. Everyone got yeah. the right, idea. Right. And then the next day when you have to roll up your sleeves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, no <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. It's like here, you pitch an idea and you're kind of like, please don't pick it, please. Because yes. the second, then it's like, oh, no. No, because the fun no. part Hours of work. is having people laugh at your idea. Yes, and then that's, that's it. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait. So we didn't, I didn't really catch uh, this more part. Questions. But you, but you more were questions. But you were saying that you felt bad when your ideas, when your jokes yeah. bomb that Conan well, says. Or, yeah, I mean, usually. Most of the things he says that you write are winners, but sometimes oh there's a stinker. So w- like what is that yeah. feeling like afterwards? Is it, are you just, is it like, ugh, or do you feel less ugh because you didn't have to be in front of the crowd? <laughs> it's, oh yeah, it's, it's, I mean, in front of the crowd, I mean, if you're bombing, it's, it's tw- <laughs> 20, 20 uhs in a row. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. nowhere to hide. Yeah. It's, well, and there's the, the nice thing for Conan is that if he didn't r- write the joke, then right. he kind of can separate himself from it. So if it really bombs, yes. he can then mm. shit on the I've joke. See, I've heard mm. him do that. Yes. Yeah. He'll yes. throw you guys under the exactly. bus. Exactly. hidden. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's win-lose. And okay, then the okay. audience is back on his side again. And so then he'll get a huge laugh. And then mm. even right. if I was the reason for not getting the laugh in the first place, I still feel partially responsible for Right. You can still the go. The big I, laugh. Yeah. Oh, I no, saved, that's nice. I saved your ass up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I don't need to no, talk but, about your failures. No, no. <laughs> oh, my God. But I'm just interested. Is it interested if, like, if it's, for me, I wonder if I would feel, I would feel worse if a, a joke I gave to someone bombed as opposed to if I just went and took it. Right. I write. You know? Like, you could, you throw yourself on the grenade. Yeah, but yeah. that right, being right, said, right. maybe whoever delivered the joke. Yes, there you go. Better. Uh, I mean, that's now, the thing. That's the, yeah, that's the thing. Now you're yeah. getting. <laughs> <laughs> You've opened a whole new front. He's not 
here. <laughs> that's right. Let's take. Oh my god, this is yeah. that's mainly what this imagine? show is for. Well, you probably always have great crowds at, at the hot tub at show. The hot tub. We do, but we also have uh, regulars, which I'm I'm I, I'm slowly coming around to because I've been able to write some new material, but. They're oh. there every night. Like, yeah, because otherwise you could people. be doing the same material oh. every week. And getting it better yeah. and better. Yeah. But then I'm always like conscientious, like, oh, God, Ryan's listening to this uh. again. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> Even though he's perfectly nice and a very good audience member. Is he nice coming every week? I think that's I know. Pa- it's a little aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. It's a little aggressive. <laughs> Actively aggressive. Yeah, you know, someone uh, someone should talk to Ryan. No, I when I was coming up, I would, I would go to Eating It at the... Did you ever go to Eating It no. in New York? No. Well, let's talk a little bit about when you were first doing stand-up. Was that in New York yeah, that you yeah. first started? Yeah, and there's a show called Eating It yeah. that I think it was Mark Marin and Janine Garofalo. Oh, 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 the okay. woman! There the was woman. like three I know, of them. I know. Janine Garofalo and Mark Marin started <laughs> it. At the, and it, it's no longer there. It's condos, but it was in the East Village. And you would pay $7, but you would get a drink ticket for a free oh, drink. That's a great deal. Yeah, and it was this tiny room, and that's... I was just moved to New York, and I was like, oh, no. Like, what did I do? I, I don't think I can make it here. I mean, I stumbled into this show, and it was, like, all the com- – it was, like, the perfect comedy room for me because mm-hmm. it was alternative and mm-hmm. cool, right. and, you're, and they were trying out new things. And it was, like, Eugene Merman and John Glazer and Todd uh-huh. Berry and John Benjamin uh-huh. and David Cross mm-hmm. and oh, just all these white guys. And then I uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay in New York. And I went to that show for two years and just stood in the back and watched and didn't and left oh, right wow. after. I like, didn't talk to anybody. Really? Until I finally got up the nerve to, like, give him a tape to Jeff Singer. And uh, Jeff Singer produced <laughs> he it. He produced it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then I um, did this. So, were you show. simultaneously doing open mics other places? Yes. Yeah. So then I would do open mics at, at Surf Reality, um, which was Face Boy's show, and Collective Unconscious, which was the Reverend Jen's show. And then The Pit, I, I think I was doing stuff at the People's Improv Theater, too. Mm-hmm. And eventually, what led to really getting the career revved up was I started a room called The Hot Tub Show. Um, with Kurt Brownoller wow. in people's at the People's Improv Theater Monday nights, and that's when I had to. Uh, we were booking the show too, which is the hardest job you can do. That sounds, and you're like a traffic cop because you have to deal with everyone's schedules. Yeah, and, and meet everyone. But it made me like instead of leaving, eating it right away, I would stay and I would um, chat up Dimitri Martin mm-hmm. and find Michael Showalter mm-hmm. and just as many white guys as I could. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and then and then all of a sudden they're your friends and yeah. they're right. inviting you to the, your show and their mm-hmm. show and you're doing stand up. Uh, Many nights a week, and you're getting better at it. That and was this right out of college? You yeah, did, I said wow. I'm going to move to New York and yeah, I, I give went, it a go. I went to New York right away, and I yeah, and it, it was I was watching it and doing it, and yeah, it was hard. It took a while. It took a while to kind of get clicked in and and yeah. really start doing it. Where, where where were you doing it? In LA. Okay. And I was simultaneously. I mean, I had like my fingers in all the pies. Yeah, because I was doing. Improv and stand up and sketch team and like yeah. you know also write trying to write mm-hmm. uh, sitcoms and stuff at night so yeah. it was I was just trying to see what was gonna maybe stick yeah what, what was gonna strike what first. did you enjoy the most 
Well, I ended up really, I mean, I liked the joke writing part of stand-up, but I hated performing. <laughs> so I oh, think did? this was, yes. Like, I love the feeling after performing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. When you just get to eat hot wings and drink <laughs> beer in the back. What a great club. <laughs> hot wings. Well, that was, I guess we would, because <laughs> I did a couple shows at I.O. West when there were some booked shows when that theater was still open in Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we'd go to Big Wang's afterwards uh, and have hot wings. I mean, I don't know. That feeling, I, I liked even for tonight, a little bit for Conan, like, I, I just had this, like, not a doom and gloom feeling, but just, like, a bit of a serious um, pall. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not quite myself before doing a a stand-up show. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a nice feeling. Right. You're you're about to to become incredibly vulnerable. It's stressful. And it's stressful, and it's not happening till the night. And I I really do feel stand-up is a total day ruiner. Yeah. I don't know. Especially if you're doing it once a week. Like every uh, Monday, it, you it, just in dread. your head is counting start, down to Monday <laughs> yes. night. It's like, yeah. oh, I would start on Tuesday. I would yeah. start yes. dreading it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that goes, it hasn't gone away no. from me. I mean, I'm, I wonder about well, people like Ali Wong or like who yeah. are like touring stadiums. Right. Mm-hmm. Is it like you're, you know that you're so good? That it's fun. Like, when does it become <laughs> fun? It's fun when I'm doing, like, right, right. when I go on stage and I'm doing it, it's right. fun. Yeah. You're do, there's no go, you're just doing right. it. But mm-hmm. leading up to it, that whole day, it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's terrible. It's, but it's also a muscle, right? So if you, people playing Giants, they probably are doing it. Every single yeah. night. And then yeah. that has to make it then easier. Go yeah, away, you, right? yeah, it like, would yeah, have to yeah, go yeah. away or you, you just have IBS yes. all the time. Get used to that <laughs> feeling. Yeah, you're like, okay, <laughs> oh, I know this feeling. You yeah. know what? I felt this feeling before yeah. and the show went fine. Yeah. Let's just yeah. not feel this right, right now. Yeah, that's like therapy Maybe. speak. Yeah. Well, you have to have her on and ask her about it. We will. Yes. Yeah. Great. Mama, we'll tune in. We'll get back to you. We'll get to the bottom of this. I think you met Conan for the first time on film. Oh my god. In his docu- in that documentary about his live tour called Conan O'Brien Can't Stop. Yeah, probably. You're, wow. You're in the movie. I think you were friends with Reggie. You Watts, came by with Reggie, Reggie Watts, Watts, who is the opening act. Yes. And you drop by and I gave him a crocheted ice cream yes. cone with uh, his face on it that <gasps> a woman and I'm forgetting her name, but she crocheted um, a Penelope Princess, a pet doll for oh. me. Uh-huh. That was my web series. Yeah, and and um, she's so talented. And yeah, that's she, very difficult to crochet faces. Oh I yeah, mean, but she's a, she's <laughs> an incredible is. artist. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, okay. It is. Hard. I believe it. <laughs> but and then she made that ice cream cone, and uh-huh. so wow. she asked me t- if I could get it to her. Yeah, and, and it worked out that Reggie was doing the show that night. Right, right. So Radio asked, City. If it was I could Radio come City in with him. Yeah, and yeah. that's right. That might have been the first time I met him. Yes, because I watched it, and it, and, you said, <laughs> and you're like, "How do you do? Nice to meet you." And he was like, oh, "Nice to yeah. meet you." And then his assistant. <laughs> and then you Sona, gave him the ice cream cone. You were in. Yeah. Yes, and you, yeah. and that's all in the movie. Yes. And you were in Flight of the Concords at the time, so Sona. Oh, yeah. Was a big fan of Oh, yeah. So that's probably like, how oh I God. got in. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be like, no. And it was all around. just to smuggle this, this thing in. For yeah. this yeah. for yeah. this artist, artist fan. You, I, you said that on, you said, I'm not a fan of yours, but I was asked to give this <laughs> to you. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's all I, it remains true. <laughs> I do have a Conan um, 
shirt is it the is the late night what's the show that he got booted off of the the tonight, show. Tonight, the tonight show i got a conan tonight show t-shirt i got oh, i went online and got the merch yeah i still oh, have it oh. just the shirt but i was you, like you gotta get that like the one you guys that, have yours oh no yeah. i want one I'll, i should look on ebay come, come on yeah. by i've got i have one year for christmas we got well one year yeah. the only year <laughs> one year one of the many many years <laughs> The uh, that winter, that Christmas, we got Tonight Show lug- luggage. It was a nice luggage with yeah. the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. Wow! On it. Oh, where do you? So that's a collector's item. It is a collector's do you item. Use it or? I just use it traveling with Conan. To and from yeah. yes. <laughs> Just a reminder. Yep, yep. Well, I, I, that's probably <laughs> worth something the way that when they make like a Super Bowl t-shirt for both no. teams yeah. that might win. Right. Yeah. Now moving exactly. out here after like for that, that's why you moved out here, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you guys uh, like it out here or do you miss New York? I really like it out here. Yeah. How? When did you move out here? 2012. Okay. And why w- were you just getting a lot of work out here or what made you move out I, here? Oh God. The that sunshine. Was, the, well, it I, I wanted to be out here working, and I, yeah. and I was sort of sitting in New York waiting for them to offer me a job. Right, I was like, right. well, you really got to be in L.A. to do that. And my husband was working on The Daily Show, and it was mm-hmm. one of those things where I just had to wait until he was ready to move on from The Daily Show, because that's an right. incredible job. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. pull him out of that. And then one day he realized he was done. Oh, so yeah. and oh, and what also helped is our landlords was like, "I'm raising your rent thirteen percent," and we're like, "Okay, uh, so there's two things." Yeah, <laughs> let's go. You told the landlord to raise. <laughs> it. I've got to get him. <laughs> this is the only way. I really need to get out of here. I'm not gonna be He's on SNL. To there's me. no other comedy jobs here. Like I did Thirty Rock. Like we got. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> law and Order is the only thing left. Yeah, there's. I did Law and Order. I did SVU and Special. Did victim. you do SVU? John Stewart's gonna quit. Yeah, Stewart's. I did the Daily. Show yeah. like, as many times yeah, as yeah. have me, like, what's left? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I interrupted. What did you just oh. say? You did. Did you actually do law? And yeah, order? I did. Oh. I did. Oh. Yes, I did. Yay. Criminal intent and SVU. Wow. <laughs> Were you an attorney? No. I, on, on SVU, I was a cream, crematorium worker. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Typecast. Yeah. And <laughs> Kurt Brownell and I have this bit. Oh, I want to do this bit again where we start this sketch by saying that we're uh, like the Olsen twins um, and we had a showbiz career where one one would get tired, the other one would step in. (laughs) And then we show my bit on on SVU where um, Chris Maloney's like, it's a, a frat a frat party that went too far mm. and he's going through a box of the deceased um, items and he pulls out um, a frat paddle. Mm. And I'm just sort of, I give him the box mm-hmm. and I'm just like looking. And then it cuts to Kurt Brownler being like, a paddle. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. you have to see him. It's, it's a kind of a favorite bit of mine. Anyways, and then, and then on Criminal Intent, I played a girlfriend of a Russian terrorist. Oh my God. And I I have never seen Eugene it. Merman. I've oh. never seen, I wish. No, I don't even know who it was. <laughs> yeah. I was just doing the interviews with the with the lady cop. Did you, right. And you had a were you Russian too or no? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. No, I think I was just um, <laughs> stupid. Naive. I, yeah. They don't oh. replay that one. You don't get a copy of, of it because they make so many. They don't give the actors yeah. copies. So it's either you see it or you don't. 
<laughs> if anyone's ever seen it, let me know. All right, we'll dig it up. Oh yeah, I'm sure someone yeah. someone will probably reach out to us. All I remember about it is um, I was doing the scene with the woman who has red hair, short red hair. I don't know her name, but well, the the main criminal intent woman, or you only know white yeah, males' yeah. names. Yeah, I only know white comedian males. Um, but anyways, she I was just telling her my sob story, and she was looking at me like, oh no, no. And I had this moment when I was doing the scene where I was like. Oh, that's your job uh, every day is like looking at looking at people with that like face, criminals. Yeah. You know, telling you their sad stories. Yeah. And I, and I felt sorry for her. But <laughs> while she raked it in, I mean, she probably really enjoyed that job. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird it's job. It's like being a therapist. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess you're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Before we go, Kristen, we have yeah. one more question for you, which is. If you were to give one piece of advice to a person listening who might want to do what you do, what would it be? A piece of advice I would say is I feel like in this business, there's like a lot of times where you feel like you should be doing it. And there's equally a lot of times where you feel like you're not good enough to be doing it. And I think that that it's okay to have both those feelings and Mm. to not think that one of them, the one that you're not supposed to be doing it is better just to be kind to yourself during mm-hmm. those moments as all yeah well that's i think that's good cause, great advice yeah because it's it it's so easy to start beating yourself up mentally yeah and, and then you beat yourself up it. about beating yourself up right you're exactly. like oh now i'm always down on myself and i'm yeah. mad at myself for that too yeah just be yeah. kind to yourself <laughs> there was a point when i didn't want to do stand up in my 20s which was scary because that's that was the time to do it. And I remember someone was like, Steve Martin didn't want to do comedy for a while. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, that's okay? Yeah. Like, it's okay yeah. to, like, want to... Um, Those little quotes can, like, last you it's four or weird. five years. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You just latch on totally. to it. Totally. Like, yeah. Okay. okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. where you're like, John Hamm was 39 right, when he right, right. became yeah. a star, you know, and you're... <laughs> I know. Always, George yeah. C. Scott didn't start till he was 30. <laughs> and he won Oscars. That, Oscars. So I would say those... Oh, and all also, people are always like, how did you get into voiceovers? That's the question mm. I get the most. Yeah. Um, and I always tell them it took 15 years <laughs> because it wasn't about my voice or my talent. It was mostly about the people that I came up with mm-hmm. from the beginning. Um, like Eugene Merman was friends with Lauren Bouchard from Boston, and he was uh, playing around with, um, you know, a, a little pilot uh, for Fox, and that was Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. So that was a very lucky thing, but also those are the people that you're with right now that are unemployed and doing stand up with you mm-hmm. at night and like scrounging. And those are the people that are going to be getting their chances to have their own shows later. So yeah. just really support your peers because you're all in it together, but you're all going to um, rise up together in and, 15 and to 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <help each other. laughs> yeah. And take over. Yes. Yes. That's, That's great, great advice. advice. Yeah. Kristen Shaw, thank you so much. You're welcome. And break Have a, a great show tonight. tonight. Okay. <laughs> Two great shows. I hope it's as good as this podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. That was Kristen Shaw. She's great. Yeah, she's hilarious and fun to talk to. She and Kurt Braunler are still doing their weekly show, The Hot Tub Show. Yeah. But it's virtual Virtually. now. Yes. So it's um, called the Hot Tub Home Edition. It live streams Mondays at 8 p.m. on Twitch Pacific. Pacific time. 
It's a great show. I, I've seen it several times. Always really fun. Yeah, they always get great comics. Yeah. And I guess a lot of people have been watching. So nothing can kill comedy. You know what else? Can't be killed answering fan questions. Yeah, that's right. It's Har from Finland. Do you two still remember your first sketches that went on the air? And what were they? You know, I was thinking about this. I technically the first sketch that aired was a remote that I worked on. Ah, does a, that count? A field piece. Yeah, yes, of course that counts. Piece. Wow. You dove right in. Well, I mean, I think I was thrown in. Well, no, it was, it was a fun one. It was, I worked with Jose Arroyo on another writer, a remote, uh, where Conan delivers flowers for Valentine's day. Ah, oh, I remember that one. I mean, yeah. yeah. He went to a flower shop and in the Valley. We, yeah. I was taking in real orders and then, uh, going off and delivering them. And for some reason we ended up getting an order for Mark McGrath, the lead singer <laughs> of sugar Ray. <laughs> <laughs> that just worked out that way. Huh? That Mark. McGrath. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was that like for you? Were you nervous or like, when do I pitch ideas while we're shooting? Or? Yes. That was the hard part was I I still, I didn't really know what the rhythm was supposed to be. And so there was, I remember there was one point (laughs) where there was a a slight lull in the conversation and I leaned in right next to the camera to pitch a joke to Conan. Uh It wasn't the right time. Let's just say (laughs) and the withering look I got. uh, Oh, just a look. That's, that's good. Yeah. Or maybe he said something like, well, that was worth it. Sure. (laughs) But I did learn from Jose that he will often bring a notepad and then he, he'll write things out yes. on the notepad yes. and hold that up for Conan. Which is really smart because something you think of in the moment can go out your head for all time because you're just moving on to all these new moments. So it, that is a tough judgment call. Yeah, because if he's on a roll and he doesn't right. want to be stopped, then yes. you've ruined all the momentum. Although we've talked about this before in many ways that might be his favorite thing of all is when he He, then gets to lord that over us. Of course. He calls them Scooby snacks. (laughs) Sweeney, do you remember your first sketch? I I do remember the first, it was like a desk piece. The the Mm -hmm. first one that like I pitched and then kind of produced and wrote the whole thing. Wow. It was during the OJ Simpson trial. So it was in February of 1995. You know, it's all anyone was watching on TV. And I just had the idea, well, how are other cable networks covering the trial? Because everyone was trying to jump on the OJ bandwagon. So I just showed like the Weather Channel covering it and public television had Bob Ross, the painter, and he was the jury was anonymous. So it was him trying to paint the jury and imagine like, oh, oh I love yeah, that. let's just give them different faces and it's your jury. You can do whatever you want with them. That's and great. Someone suggested Robert Smigel uh, to play Bob Ross and he was he was great. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. And that's the last thing I did on the show. <laughs> that's why I, I remember it so clearly. All right. Well, that was fun. Please that keep sending fun. in questions. Yeah, we love your questions. And you can email us at insideconanpod at gmail.com. Or you could call and leave us a message. We like those too. Yes, at three one zero. No, I don't. I don't know. Three two three two zero nine five three zero three. Operators are standing by. <laughs> they might be sitting. See you next week. We like you. 
Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell. Produced by Jen Samples. Engineered and mixed by Will Becton. Supervising producers are Kevin Bartelt and Aaron Blayart. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco. And Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf. Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.